Everybody. Welcome to the Home and Body Improvement Show. If you haven't yet, go to CoachPots.com and sign up for the newsletter. Today we're going to be talking about a condition that some people just don't even like to acknowledge, man boobs, and also how to get motivated for those projects that you have around the house. Again, sign up for that newsletter, continue to follow the podcast, leave me a five-star review, and enjoy episode number 41, Home and Body Improvement Show. you there? Nope, you're not there? Okay, well, I guess I'll do this episode by myself then. Welcome everybody, Home and Body Improvement Show. Yep, just sitting here in my office, looking forward to doing this again. Um, that's just how it is, man. Remember when I used to do these Monday nights, and it's Tuesday night now, and I'm supposed to get them out by Tuesday morning, but sometimes it's Tuesday night or Wednesday morning. Sometimes life is like that, man. You know, you just can't plan for the unpredictable, and uh, that's just the nature of how my life is these days, you know? And the truth is, sometimes I just get lazy on Monday nights, and uh, I push it off to Tuesday. Although, I feel like, without having a co-host, I really don't have anyone to coordinate with. I probably should just knock out, like, 17 of these shows in a row, and then just be good to go for, like, the next couple of months. But uh, that sounds like a lot of work. So, I'm just going to go ahead and spew whatever on my mind for the next 20 minutes, and then uh, we'll call it a day. Um, what has Coach Potts been up to? Well, very excited. Netflix has a new documentary, Night Stalker. For those of you know who, who know me, know that I love documentaries in general, but true crime documentaries seem to be, it's like a, like a, it's a balance between the true crime documentaries and the sports documentaries, but as of late, I've been leaning towards the true crime documentaries, and uh, they did a really good job with Night Stalker. I don't, it's like a, almost like, the format is like, a, like, they figured it out with Netflix, you know, like, you got to think, even though like our shows are probably about 40 minutes of content when you see them on TV, I think Netflix has figured it out that like that 40 to 50 minutes per episode, three, four, maybe five episodes at most is like the perfect length for a documentary. So this one is four episodes long and um, they did a really good job with it. I enjoyed it. It was about um, Richard Rodriguez. Oops, I gave away the killer. Uh well, he was the Night Stalker. That's what the show's named after. So, enjoyed that one. Started watching another documentary about cocaine. Um, yeah, real happy stuff, man. You know, then I always wonder why I'm bummed out. And it's like, well, maybe it's the content you watch, you know? What about some rom-coms? What about some Chris Farley movies, you know? Uh, although he's been dead for, gosh, 26? It's got to be over 25 years now. At least close to it. Um, in the life of Potts, what else is going on? I dumped my co-host. That's not true. He doesn't want to come back. Maybe he will. We don't know. But uh, I haven't heard from him. You know that one friend that you see all the time and all of a sudden you don't see him anymore? And then they end up in a body bag in the desert in Arizona. Whoa, hold on. I'm channeling my inner dateline. Um, you know, it just it just ran its course in the, in terms of like what Ross wanted out of the show and what I wanted out of the show. But I'm hoping at some point he can be a contributor. Uh, we will see what happens with that. Uh, not going to lie, kind of miss him. But... You know, the show goes on, man, and you're either on the train or you're off the train, but the train does not stop moving. That's just my metaphor for life, so that's where I'm at with that. 
Uh, the gym is shaping up. You know what? Let's go ahead and talk about the home, impor- home improvement portion of the show. Um, because I have a couple projects that I want to do. And maybe you're like me and you find, especially this time of year, it's hard to, f- to find the energy to do the stuff that you've been putting off. So it ends up piling up one by one. And before you know it, you have a list of about 10 different tasks. And it just seems like too much to do for one person at one time. So instead of you know, setting aside a weekend and chipping away at it, you kind of just put it off for a long time. And who knows if you ever get to it. So I've fallen into that trap at my gym. There's a couple things that I've done. Like, for instance, I spilled paint when I was painting and one of the mats has like a little bit of a paint stain on it. I bought the acetone. I bought actually three kinds of paint remover and it's just sitting on my shelf. And I know all I need to do is get some dirty rags and scrub it off and it'll be completely gone. Just been putting it off. Been putting off, uh, finishing up my um, my pegboards. I just gotta do some final sanding on those suckers and they'll be good to go. Um, couple things that are kind of laying around the gym. The gym is, I, I keep it relatively clutter free, but there's certain things that are just still on the floor and I feel like, you know, if I just took in the afternoon, I could, you know, get some L brackets, you know, get some uh, toggle bolts, bolt those suckers to the to the wall, be done with it. It's good to go forever. And I just keep putting it off. So strategies. Strategy number one, tell a friend, tell somebody, tell anybody, hey, this weekend I think we're going to blah, 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 or start a podcast and tell everybody who listens, all three people, that that's your plan. Um, I need to hang these things and kind of complete my gym, and I'm telling all of you, why? Because of the accountability factor. I think just by making it audible, as opposed to having it just sit inside your head, and also telling somebody else, um, somebody that's eventually gonna go, hey, I thought you were gonna blah, 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 and you're like, uh, it just kind of puts the onus on you. You know, Nobody wants to be called a lazy piece of garbage, right? So what we do is, you know, by telling somebody else, it kinda, they can't call us that if we actually follow through with what we say. Um, There's certain times when you want to do stuff, you should kind of keep it to yourself because the pressure and stuff can be like starting a diet. I don't run around and tell everybody, hey, I'm starting a diet because, you know, like diets are not a point A to point B type uh, scenario. It's not a linear progression. You're not going to lose a pound a day for a week or, you know, even five, you know, five pounds over two weeks, every two weeks. Some some weeks are going to be good. Some weeks are going to be bad. And sometimes people are going to catch you and be like, I thought you were starting to diet. Or like, you know, you you might stumble within the first week. Or you might, hey, I'm starting to diet, right, on like Monday. And then by Friday, your friends are like, let's go out. And you're like, eh, maybe I'll start the diet next Monday. And then all of a sudden, you're out with your friends. You're like, I thought you were starting to diet. And all of a sudden, so I've never told anybody that I started a diet ever. But I'm telling you that I have projects to do around uh, my gym and, um, just letting you know. So now that accountability factor, well, hold me accountable. And if I don't, send me an email at coachpots.com and yell at me. Although Andy at coachpots.com would be my email address, although nobody really writes me anyway. Except for two people this week, I have like legitimate questions and they're going to be good and I'm going to answer them. So uh, we'll get to that in the health portion, the body improvement portion, but the home improvement. So tell somebody that's an accountability thing. Make a list. And you'll find that the list, no matter if you sit down and write everything that's on your mind, you'll never have uh, everything on that list. So what I do is I make my list on my phone. I have an app called um, AnyList, and I pay the $10 a year 
for it and it kind of it syncs across all my platforms so I can you know I can have a to-do list on my desktop uh, computer you know on the on the screen and then I can also have it on my phone and then I also can tell Alexa you know add blah 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 to my to-do list and she'll do that and it just pops up there same thing with my grocery list too which is super nice because I'll be in the kitchen and you know Alexa add butter to my shopping list and it just appears and then when I get to the grocery store it's all right there so have a to-do list not because you want to you think you can't remember the stuff uh, it's because you can look at those items and prioritize and figure out which one's gonna take the longest which one's gonna take the least I like to take two tasks take one that's gonna take a really long time one's gonna take a really short time kind of pair them together you know either knock one out really quickly and then get to the longer one or vice versa um, you know but putting two long tasks together um, doesn't always bode well and the same thing putting two short tasks together you're always like well I'll just do it later so if you you know look at that list find a short task find a long task try to knock out both of them and then your list will be two items shorter and you'll feel better about yourself so that's gonna help with the whole momentum thing and then finally uh, just you set a date you know if on your you know your uh, to-do list you can put dates next to each item or on a calendar you know you can kind of scribble in uh, I want to do this on such and such on that Thursday whatever um, it gives your mind an opportunity to wrap itself around the fact that on Thursday come hell or high water I'm gonna start this uh, project as opposed to I'll do it tonight and then like the next day you're like I'll do it tonight and then the next day you're like I'll do it and then all of a sudden there's no like um, I don't know there's no like there's nothing accountable in the sense that like I actually wrote on one of my whiteboards start a vlog and then I put a date next to it and every time I walk by I realize that that date was in July of 2020 um, I'm still gonna start a vlog folks but get off my back I just got my computer Ooh, that's another thing I want to talk about but uh, I just there's some things that had to align and um, I finally got a new computer which is super exciting because my old computer was just shot. I bought a brand new monitor, and the monitor does not really work with the old computer. It keeps like dipping out. I think it has to do with the frame rates of the megahertz. I, I mean, it just goes to show you how much I know about computers. But um, I did buy a brand new one, and I'm in the process of transferring everything over. That's why the newsletter's been kind of crappy. That's kind of why I've been putting some of this stuff off. Uh, that's a monumental task that I've been putting off myself. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to tell you, I already did that, write all the stuff down, put a date next to it, and try to knock out all that stuff. Um, I have some things around my apartment I want to do. I'm starting to collect old video projectors, like the 8mm and 16mm, and I want to build some shelves in my living room and put a little backlighting and put them up there, kind of a homage to uh, old movies, because I've always been like a big, I wouldn't say movie buff, but I'm a huge fan of the silent film era, especially Charlie Chaplin. And I just like that type of paraphernalia, you know, like old movie reels, projectors, um, you know, anything that kind of is a throwback to like the modern stuff that I like. Like, you know, I'm a huge documentary fan, right? So anything that has to do with like filmmaking, like old microphones, um, that may sound weird, but I know people, there's like certain hobbies that like I've heard of, you know, from people that I actually kind of like, like my cousin, he loves clocks, so he just collects them. And then uh, I've heard of people like uh, the, the lights that are on trains, you know, they'll collect those or bells, you know, the ones that go ding dong and all that stuff. Um, you know, some people collect those. I mean, it's no, I mean, to me, it's actually more interesting and um, less cliche than like those precious moment collections. 
Although I did have one precious moment collection. This girl sent it to me. She was dating me at the time, and uh, God bless her, man. But it was a, uh, may your life be blessed with touchdowns, and that was kind of cool. But other than that, precious moments are stupid. And so are uh, so are Beanie Babies. I'm just going to put that on the record right there. Beanie Babies are dumb. Don't collect them. Don't collect anything that could be considered a toy, all right? You know, grow up. There was one time I went to a party, and this lady, she had, like, these display cases where you would put, like, china and other expensive things. You know, you might see them in like somebody's dining room, right? Although I think the dining rooms are starting to be a thing of the past, but nonetheless, she put toys in there. You know, it's like these toy collections, like, I like Disney crap. I, I Granted, it was like 20 years ago and it was in Indianapolis, so she probably didn't have much money, but like, it's just tacky, man. You know, like, I mean, if you're gonna take the time to get a nice display case, I mean, get something that means something to you. I love, you know, people who, something that has a story behind it. So people who only, buy stuff when they're on vacation so they could be like well i was in japan i got this you know like that kind of crap i mean that's kind of cool or a running theme you know um i went to a girl's apartment recently uh she had it was a friend of a friend so relax um she had the number seven she was obsessed with the number seven and everything that she had in her house not everything but like it was just it was really really cool because everything was thematic it had something to do with seven so you'd see like you know different shapes and sizes how seven worked into you know different posters or the number was somehow prominent on different things but everything had to relate to the number seven and I thought that was super cool and not tacky at all Uh, God bless her she did own a cat but um, I'm not gonna hold that against her anyway Enough of that. So I have a real question from a real listener. Uh, It's my good buddy's sister over in Northwest Indiana. And she asked something, which I'm going to read to you right now. (sighs) I have a few questions if you don't care, Coach Potts. I have two boys who've been going to the gym for a few years now. My 16-year-old wants to lose his man boobs but can't, and he has a little stomach problem. His muscles are not getting any bigger. What should he do? Anything he should take. I also have a 14-year-old, and he's been working out and not gaining any muscles, only gaining weight. I need your help. Uh, Thanks for the question. Fantastic question. And um, I also had another question from another listener. Can you believe that? Two questions from two different people? This has got to be a world record. I'm lucky to get one from anybody, let alone two from two people. Where are we at with this? Let me just... You know, this has got to be really boring for you, the fact that I'm checking my email while you're just sitting here waiting for me. Ooh. Let's not worry about that. Let's answer this first question. Um, man boobs. You know, it it sounds comical to say man boobs, and I've heard them called moobs for short, um, but it's an actual condition known as gynecomastia. And I've seen people with it. You usually see it with the kid um, at the swimming pool who doesn't like to take his shirt off when they're younger. Um, it's my brother, you know, was overweight and he kind of had that kind of kind of thing going on. But to give you an idea, um, my brother in high school, you know, started developing. You know, hit, let's just say he hit puberty and uh, started lifting a lot and just became a fucking monster. And eventually, you know, was the heavyweight. Um, wrestler on his on his uh, high school team and a starting offensive lineman that went to a state championship game and uh, there's not too many people that would mess with my brother so um, it's very easy to poke at the the chubby kid um, although I'll be honest man there's a lot more chubbier kids these days and that's a direct reflection of politics and uh, in our country but 
um, topic for another time. Um, what can you do for that condition? Well, you have to look at the condition itself. Um, we don't, we can't choose where we store weight. So across the board, men typically stored in their in their belly in their midsection, right? So it's not uncommon to have a beer gut, you know, which is resembles a, a woman being pregnant, right? And a woman doesn't carry it around there unless she's pregnant. They usually keep carry it in the hips and thighs, and uh, you typically don't see men with thunder thighs, right? So that there by itself, I'm what I'm trying to illustrate is the fact that we don't get to choose where our body stores fat. Uh, the actual condition of I just, let's just call it moobs. Um, it has to do with your your hormone levels. So men and women all have testosterone and estrogen, and you know if you have a higher level of estrogen as a male, you, that could be possibly what is lending itself to this condition. Uh, and because of that, you know how do you control your hormones? Well, um, I'll tell you right now, one good way to boost your testosterone is not only through diet, but it's through exercise. And the number one testosterone boosting exercise is a deadlift. Now this kid is 14, right? I would say he's at that age where he's starting to get more aware of his body and embarrassed to be, you know, et cetera, so forth. Um, you know, I, everyone goes through that. And I mean, I went through that. It's, it's teenage life. It's like, I remember, you know, at one point, like crying because some girl said something stupid to me in school, and God only knows how many women I've made cry over the years. I, you know what? Some of that stuff's not my fault. Though one girl, she had these bangs, and they were kind of covering her eyes, and I kind of like, like, made this like gesture with my hand, like, oop, open the curtains, and and I thought I was just being funny, you know, to tell her like, you know, take the hair out of your eyes, and apparently that made her cry. I didn't find that out till the next week, but somebody's like, yeah, you know, you made, what's her name, cry? I think her name was Whitney. She had a bad drug problem. But anyway, but she was clean when I met her. Anyway, so the point was, and, and, and she worked at the gym, and there's a lot of weird personalities at, at a gym. I used to work at a gym that had like 20, 30 trainers on staff, man, and you just talk about, I dive, it's like the circus in terms of like diversity of characters. Um, but nonetheless, everyone gets like sensitive about their body at some point. And so, you know, you, you want to look at a kid like that and just be like, dude, don't worry about it, right? But what I would tell him is like, you know what, if, if that's something that you don't want to live with, then there's something you need to do about that. So keep in mind that these are just like fat uh, areas in our body. So paying particular close to your body weight and attempting to eat healthier, it's impossible to get like overweight eating primarily fruits and vegetables. There's just not enough calorie content. You literally have to eat all day. I mean, think about like gorillas in the wild, right? They eat bananas and like they chew on leaves and stuff like that. And they're doing it all day just to get the calorie content that they need. And they they always look kind of the same, you know? Maybe that's a bad example because there's always one or two fat gorillas. But uh, the point, what I'm trying to say is if, if you focus on your diet, and you start working out, there will be a seismic shift in your overall physique. Now, keep in mind, some of us are just, we have certain body types. I'm ectomorphic, I have long arms and long legs. I've been, it's been very difficult for me to put muscle on. But that window of muscle building, when like you're at, you're a testosterone making machine during those teenage years. And if I had kind of focused less on track, focused more on lifting, um, you know, and then and, and having proper form, proper nutrition, some guidance, um, 
who knows where I would be in terms of my physique. I still kind of have like long arms and long legs, and I look kind of more like a runner than I do a bodybuilder. But if in that window of my life, that 15 years old to like 25 years old, especially for males, you're, like I said, a testosterone-making machine, that's your muscle-building window. So what I would tell this kid is like, listen, if you don't like the way you look, we can do something about it. It's going to take a little bit of dedication. You're going to have to put down the, the, the junk food. I mean, I you know, the Twinkies, the Ho-Hos, the, the Zebra. I used to love those Zebra cakes, Swiss cake rolls too. Put all that crap down, man. Put all those, put all the uh, the garbage on the shelf, all right? Stick to fruits and vegetables and meat, and that is it. And lift and lift heavy. Get some, get some coaching. Get somebody who looks the way you want to look and pick their brains, right? Uh, you can hire a personal trainer. They're more abundant these days, but be careful who you hire because some of them are idiots. Um, obviously, I'm not, but there are a lot of idiots out there. Like If you're paying 25 bucks an hour for a personal trainer, God only knows who you know, where, what his credentials are, but find somebody who looks the way you want to look and, and, and follow them. Like literally this is that time. Like I, I personally at that age was obsessed with football and I could tell you everything there is to know about Nebraska football at that time. you know, when they beat Miami, Tommy Frazier was my favorite quarterback. I could tell you about all the running quarterbacks, Donovan McNabb, who went to my high school, went to Syracuse. I followed his career religiously. I literally would it's when they had VHS tapes. I would tape their games, watch them on the weekends over and over again. I even made my own highlight tape. Uh, I watched any team that ran the option, uh, that, you know, especially Air Force. There was a quarterback named Bo, uh, Bo Morgan, another guy at Texas Tech named Zebby Lethridge. I mean, this was this is that time when, like, you know, your only responsibility is to pass your classes at school. I mean, you probably don't have a job. And... You know, you have a lot of free time in your hands. You know, put down the stupid video game controller. You know, start focusing on your diet. Grab a barbell. Get a membership to a gym, although in COVID it might be a little bit challenging. And start working out. Just start working out and start laying the foundations for... Because when you hit, like, puberty, that stuff's going to go away. And your body's going to completely change. And your body right now is saying, well, I don't know what to do with all this fat, so I'm going to store it somewhere. And in this kid's case, he's storing it in his upper chest. That's fine. But once you start lifting, that fat is going to start to decrease, and your muscles are going to start to grow. If some kid is frustrated about not putting on muscle during those early teenage years, I'd say, no kidding. You know, some of us are late bloomers. Like Dennis Rodman, I heard, grew like five or six inches one year in college, right? And it completely changed his entire basketball game. I mean, you're not done growing. You're not even close. So start now. Lay the foundation. Learn how to perform these exercises properly. Deadlift, back squat, bench press. Don't go crazy heavy. Really, really, uh, you know, do the weightlifting one-on-one. Bicep curls, uh, tricep extensions. You know, learn how to do these exercises lunges uh, are another one that like nobody knows how to do correctly but once you can figure that out all of a sudden you'll all the only thing you'll need after that eventually and this is like after like two or three years of developing the skills is okay what can we do to make these workouts more challenging and then that's when your body's really going to make a seismic shift so it it's hard when you're a kid it i've heard you know the bob dylan song man i was so much older than I'm, I'm younger than now it's in my mind that literally means that the older I get the more time I realize I have and for me to say okay I'm going to dedicate the next two or three years you know you say that to a college freshman they're like what you know but say that to me in my 40s I'm like by the time I'm 45 I'm going to accomplish x y and z I can see the light at the end of the tunnel I understand that a couple years is not really that long so to explain it to a teenage kid might be kind of tough but at the end of the day if you tell them, listen, if you listen to me now, 
you won't have these issues down the road. And in fact, you're going to be well on the path, better off than anybody that is your age now. Because kids these days, I'm telling you, like, I almost wish I was growing up today and today may be harder in the sense that like you know you have a lot more distractions with your little cell phones and your social media and all the other crap but all you need is a kid that is like focused on one goal and you will stand out because kids these days are just they're just not they're not tough you know they're not i mean and, and of course these are blanket statements but i mean they're not tough they're not dedicated they're too worried about crap that doesn't even exist like if someone leaves a stupid comment on your facebook wall who cares like the trolls are like it doesn't matter it's like the equivalent of a dog barking when you're walking by but kids these days you know you, you, i've seen documentaries of kids committing suicide because someone made a you know a comment on their wall and they really harassed the hell out of them like that and you realize that there, none of that stuff exists the the more you realize that once you're laser focused on one goal specifically everything else just kind of falls away and i i can illustrate this point by when i used to drink a lot there was a bar that existed i mean it's still well it's still no actually it's closed down now but i would exit the building that i worked at and stare at this bar. It's called Cavanaugh's. It was in a dark alley on Federal in between Jackson and Van Buren. And I used to go there a lot. And in fact, the window faced the door that you exited the building because it was right across the street. And when you were in the bar, you could see people coming out of there. And I would like, sometimes when I was sitting there having a couple of drinks, they're like, oh, there's Steve. And I'd be like, Steve, come on in. And be like, all right. And Steve, come over. We have a couple more drinks, shit like that. Or like, I'd be exiting or you could see into the bar. And then like, you know, people would wave you in. You're like, oh, okay, I'll just stop for one, which is a lie. Nobody ever stops for just one. And I used to go there a lot. And, you know, you get to the point where, you know, you would go there, you see the bartender, and I'm like, oh, it was, it's Friday. I, I don't have anything to do tomorrow. Let's, I, let's just go to Cavanaugh's for one or two. And, like, that used to happen all the time, right? But then when I finally started saying, hey, you know what, enough's enough. I don't feel like doing this crap anymore. Cavanaugh's didn't even exist. Like, it, I didn't even, it's not that I didn't even look in the window. It's like, I didn't even know that window was there. I didn't, you know, that bar, which kind of, I mean... We had some good times, but like, it, it was one of those things where it was just like, no, my goal is to go home and get a good night's sleep because I want to get up early and put in a great workout. Like, you know, when I go to the grocery store these days, I don't even walk down the chip aisle. You know, there used, I used to be tempted by Doritos. I love Doritos. They were like my favorite, that like, that yellow dust, whatever the hell that is that they put on Doritos. I've actually in one day, not in one sitting, but in one day, finished a whole bag of Doritos by myself. And I'm not talking about the family size. I mean, I'm talking about somewhere between the family size and the snack size that you might find in the aisle as you exit uh, the grocery store. I mean, they know what they're doing, right, when they put those snacks in the checkout lanes, but that's a story for another time as well. But anyway, like, these days, that aisle didn't even exist to me. I don't even know what's in those aisles because I don't walk down those aisles because I'm not eating that crap anymore. So, you know, you tell those kids, you're like... You don't want to guilt trip him. You have to make him think it's their idea, you know. But you say, "Listen, I'm more than happy to assist you, you know, if if that truly is your goal. But let's not pretend that you're going to eat like crap and then like your body's going to change. Or let's not pretend that you're not going to work out and your body's going to just automatically change. Um, I mean, you could sit there and just be like, "Well, we're just going to love you for who you are." I mean, you see it all the time with like like women these days, uh, in the sense that like that body shaming is out and I'm just going to love me for who I am and all that other shit. And it's like, yeah, that's that's totally cool but there is 
something to be said about the fact that you probably aren't following a steady exercise routine and eating a healthy diet if you are, you know, obese. And by obese, I literally mean body mass index. You know, that one scale where it's like if you're over 24, you're obese or you're overweight. And if you're under 24, you're normal. Like people want to be like, ah, well, there's that one bodybuilder who weighs 230 pounds and it says he's obese. So because he's not obese, he's a bodybuilder. I guess that's, you know, scale doesn't apply. And it does apply. You know, you would do yourself a favor if you were skinnier longer, but the reason you're not skinny is because there's a good chance you're eating food that is very, very high in calories and very, very low in nutrition. So, I mean, there are simple things that you have to understand in the sense that I cannot illustrate, I cannot say this enough, that once you have a goal and you are laser focused on what you want to do, and in this case, we're talking about molding your body into the way you want it to look, the thing you have to do is 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 focus on that goal and everything else just kind of disappears. Um, and of course, if you have any specific questions about what should a kid these days do, I'm more than happy to help you on any way I can. I try to go above and beyond for everybody. Um, I once went to a clinic and it's just where like you get pissed off at the fitness industry. You know, obviously, you know, as professionals, you want to get paid for what you do, but I also want to help people. Like that's why I'm doing this podcast. It's free, right? I'll never charge for this podcast. A, because you can't really charge for podcasts, but B, it's because I just like to throw this information out there, right? Um, but I remember going to this clinic and, you know, the guy was, he was like, well, you got to focus on the business side of being a personal trainer. And, and if anybody ever asks you for advice, you know, answer their question, but just be helpfully vague. And I remember hearing those two words, helpfully vague. And I'm like, you know what, dude? It's like, why don't you just help the person? You know, you, you think that, that like you're some sort of ninja who has like all the secrets and, you know, people have to pay money in order to find out what's going on inside your brain. It's like, screw that, man. I, I find that my job is just accountability. Like the information itself, it's like, you know, if back in the day, I used to say, all you need is a library card, but all you need is a desktop with an internet connection and you can figure out how to perform brain surgery. None of this information is proprietary. I mean, that's just crap. You know, my job is just keeping people on track, right? But the actual information itself, it's like you can find all this stuff on the internet. In fact, you probably find too much of it. In fact, my job is not only holding people accountable, it's just telling them like what's the difference between what's, you know, real and what's fake and, you know, what's crap and what's actually what you should be doing because it's very easy to jump into the deep sea of the internet and uh, kind of be overwhelmed with all the information that's out there. Um, and another thing too is, you know, if, if this kid has an issue with somebody picking on him in particular, let me know and I'll show up and beat the shit out of the, uh, the bully because uh, no, that doesn't happen in my house. But Lord knows I bullied a lot of kids growing up too, so who knows, maybe that bully has some potential. But nonetheless, he shouldn't be fucking bullying, man. Not these, and these days you really can't bully that much anyway. That's why Cobra Kai was such a good show. You know, they kind of address a lot of these issues and the fact that well, this is an explicit content uh, show. You know, when, when they're calling these, these kids pussies and stuff like that, I just think it's kind of funny because you really can't do that these days. You know, and now that I probably lost all the viewers anyway, nobody listening now anyway, but um, I remember back in the day you used to say stuff was gay. Like, oh, that's gay. You can't, you can't say that now. I remember there was a commercial with Grant Hill and where someone called something gay and he goes, eh, can't use that term anymore. It's like, yeah, it's a different day and age. So bullies don't really exist in the classical sense. You know, I mean, you just... I mean, you just, have you ever seen Christmas Story? Remember that kid? That, that There was always like one or two kids. I can tell you, kid, I, I don't want to call him out, but Rich Golan was the bully in my grade school. And <laughs> I, re, I mean, he did some stuff. I mean, he was just a tough kid, man. And I remember we didn't get along until we started playing football together. 
And that was in eighth grade. And that was another thing, too. It's like as soon as I started playing sports and I was actually okay at sports, uh, the grade school I went to, Kaler, man, I didn't really fit in. I mean, I'm not going to say that I'm the easiest guy to get along with across the board anyway. But um, when I went to grade school, like everyone, all the cool kids, quote unquote cool kids, played basketball. And it wasn't, we didn't have a football team until a seventh grade spring ball was like a little bit thing, but eighth grade year. So like sixth and seventh grade, it's like I just didn't really fit in you know, too much with any particular group. It was always kind of an awkward age. You know, I, I remember, you know, Z Cavaricis were big. My parents were never going to buy me those in a million years. I remember talking to my brother about this too. He had this one IOU shirt, you know, because like everyone had these cool IOU shirts and guest shirts and all that other shit. Like all that stuff actually meant anything. It's just an awkward fucking age anyway. And then you go to public school and they're allowed to wear whatever they want with their hair. They look like idiots. But like, you know, that's another topic for another time as I like to say but I remember all that crap growing up man and I remember you know feeling small and shit and I remember kind of just instead of, you know that was just me being me but occasionally I would wear sweatpants to pants just to, just to you know sweatpants to school just to piss people off you like, yeah, yeah and it was just like you know what I don't care man make fun of me I, I it, it wasn't like I thought I was so you know beat marching to the beat of my own drummer it was just like at a certain point you kind of just if you can't beat them join them now that's not the right it's not the right adage uh, sometimes you do have to just march, walk to the beat. I don't know, man. All I know is my dog is snoring right now. It's hilarious. What I'm saying is, is like that age is super duper awkward. And the things that you think are important as an adult, I can tell you right now, they're not. And just get through it. Focus. Find one or two things to focus on. You know, pass all your classes. Do your best to have at least a couple of friends. And get ready for high school and eventually college because college is where things get fun. You know, try not to drink too much either. That's another big one. Um, I think I've babbled enough. I don't, let's say Ross was still here. I mean, when would he have talked? I literally just talked nonstop for approximately 33 minutes. So maybe it's good he's not here. Anyway, folks, if you haven't yet, go to coachpots.com, sign up for the newsletter and uh, send me your questions. Uh, I had a great question about building muscle and losing fat at the same time. Angela, I will address that question uh, next time. And, um, you know, if, if, if I didn't answer your question, Send me another email. I mean, I'll, I'll do these every week, and obviously I'm not going to answer this one. Think if I type this out. Like, I'm not going to answer this via email, all right? I'm just going to make a podcast about it, because who knows? If I can only reach that one viewer out there and just change one life, it'll all have been worth it. Anyway, uh, we'll see you next time.